Fucking jock jams tape or something. Picky picky wham. <laughs> oopsie daisy. Now you had an oopsie daisy. You're knocking your technology yeah. all over the place. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my, oh my god. He oh my X god. Games. <laughs> well, we are on episode nine of the Very Much That podcast. Ralphie, how do we feel? But we feel refreshed, ambitious, and ready to fuck it up, sis. So we're talking about love, relationships, dating, and as gays, the dating world isn't as cut and dry as the straights, the heteros. No, it's it's rough out there in those streets, man. Telling you, because you can go out. I've seen straight people date. I don't know how they do it, but they can go out, they grab drinks, and then they just go home not not with us it's always sometimes you don't even make it to get a drink it's more of a hookup than a date really i feel like straights do that too though don't they they um, they probably do but i'm probably because i'm i'm biased to obviously the gay community since we <laughs> we live here we work here we basically do here. we work here we, we do so in. we just moved in i feel like when it comes to gays and dating it just we just we go through the ringer Man, sometimes all you want to do is just grab dinner or apps with someone and not expect to see their dick or asshole <laughs> at some point. <laughs> My heavens, yeah, that was not on the itinerary there, sir. But it's true. That's what it is for gay dating. That's really what it is. And sometimes you don't even get the guy's name 99% of the time. You just you meet on an app. You exchange some photos, and if you want to hook up, then you hook up. I feel like there is no, at least not over here, there isn't a big dating scene. And I use that term very loosely. Yeah, I mean, I've been out of the game for <laughs> for a while. But with dating on apps and such, you know, there are some love stories that do come out of those raunchy dating apps. Yeah, I know. Your relationship came from that. My relationship also came from one of those apps. So I can't knock it completely. But I just think it's funny how an actual date is not on many people's priority list when they go on these things. Yeah, they just want to go in and do the deed, as they say. They want to plow the garden. (laughs) With the hose. (laughs) (laughs) But you were lucky enough to get a good one. You caught a vibe from the end. I caught a vibe. It wasn't first one. I had to uh, go through a few. I was expecting it to be like really, really scary because I only joined just because someone had told me like, you need to go on these guys like so thirsty. You could just like troll them. And I was like, that sounds like fun. I was, I was, I wasn't working at the time. So I'm like, all right, cool. And if I meet someone good, then I'll go on a date and they can buy me food. I would like talk to them for a while before I'd be like, all right, let's meet up. And I wouldn't meet up at like, their house at like midnight because i watch a lot of true crime but i was like yeah i was lucky enough to uh they were really nice and then i met my soon-to-be husband and that's been going great for the past seven and a half years it's a long time 
It's a long time. That is a lot to ask for, especially from a hookup app. (laughs) And for the record, I would like to put this out there. I was not a hoe. Nothing wrong with anybody who, you know, was out there. Do you be smart? I was strictly on there for the entertainment and free food. One of the guys um, wanted to go and get ice cream somewhere. And he's like, have you ever heard of Handy Hill? And I'm thinking, is this like code word for something? Like, I'm very new to the gay scene at this time. <laughs> I'm like, is that code word for like drugs or, or something? I don't know. Is this where I go to die? So welcome our first hetero correspondent, Sharon Marie Christina, used to have bleach blonde, sideswept bangs, Sharon. God, here we go. We're talking about love, hookups, dating, so on and so forth. And what Ralph and I were just discussing that gay dating, it's pretty much all about the apps. And nine out of ten times, there's no one looking for love or a real date. It's more so just looking for a hookup. Do you identify as a straight lady? Pretty much, yeah. Now, honestly, I'm, 75% of the time, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm so sorry for your loss, but we're happy that you're here. Um, <laughs> so, as a straight lady, at most of the way... Sharon married her high school sweetheart. I did. So dating apparently wasn't a problem for you. Uh, actually, it was a problem for her. So, let's take it back. March 2007, Sharon? Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, Sharon and I dated for probably like three business days. Yeah. Wait, I remember you broke up with her because of Monday Night Raw, right? Well, that was when he, yes, he ripped my heart out of my chest. I've told this story and Jess has told this story as well, but we've never heard it from you. We were very good friends since the beginning. We're like pretty much cut from the same cloth, so I grew up very Portuguese, so we understood each other. And I thought we were just friends. And then one day I opened my locker and there's a shrine of collages of pictures of us everywhere. And you know, the Jim Class Heroes, Cupid's Chokehold song. So he literally quoted the damn lyrics to that song <laughs> in my locker. Oh, my. so embarrassing. <laughs> so, and it was like, if I had to choose you or the sun, you would not turn on the gun. And then there's pictures of us everywhere. In your locker, you think the person's really in love with you. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go. I was like, we're cool. We're good friends. I, I always thought he was a cute little, cute little Portuguese boy. And then... As you should. I don't know. Everything was great. Everything was great. The whole three days in the weekend was great. We talked on the phone. And then we used to be on the phone together every Monday night raw. Because that was another thing we had in common was like, and we would be on the phone while wrestling was on. And then all of a sudden, he just, like, broke up with me. And I was like, what the hell did I do wrong? <laughs> oh, my God. So, wait, but wait. 15 years old, what did I do wrong? I, you're the one who asked me out. <laughs> I am Listen, Sharon, to I, was... Say I was very emotionally fragile. <laughs> she was. <laughs> classes together i mean i couldn't get get rid of you you were always around <laughs> but, yeah um, no it was definitely awkward for awkward. a couple of months wow. but i feel like when the next school year yeah. started we were like 
solid. Yeah. And then I was on to the next one and then the next one until I found my husband. Well, boyfriend at the time. Then we've been together 14 years of dating. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've been married for almost four. Nope. Five. I'm sorry. See, if only it was that easy for the gays, because, and the reason why I say that is because nine out of 10 times, especially like when we were in high school, Ralph, and let me know, you probably feel the same way. Being out in high school was pretty much putting a target on your back. At least it was for like the kids that I knew. Hell no, no way. Oh, okay. Same, same. I didn't come out until I was 20. Yeah. Like I didn't start telling people until like my friend group until college. So I was like seven. So I was 17 at that point, but I didn't come out to my family until I was 20. But obviously when you're a straight couple dating in high school is obviously no problem. Yeah. Ralph just likes to tell people that I was the one who turned him gay, which is fine. I'll accept yeah. it. And at the end of the day, I, I was his only girlfriend. So I mean, I'll take that as a win. No other woman can say that. And then Ralph shows more love and affection to me now than he did in those three business days. Because now he doesn't have anything to prove to you. He doesn't have to keep you satisfied in any other way besides just being being a good friend and make sure the bottle of wine's open, you know? Mm-hmm. She yep. knows. Ralph drinking, his straight comes out. <laughs> always the oh. Sharon. Oh. <laughs> Listen, there's always one. There's always one girl that you always go to. Mine is my friend Ashley. And every time, also, even me and Ralph have had many drunk conversations together, and it always happens where he just goes, I'm ducked, bro. You know? <laughs> She's familiar. Oh, That's when the straight comes out. So in regards to actually dating, you didn't really have to try very hard because you were with your husband since high school. Yeah, I mean, we definitely had a lot of, as Ralph knows, we had a lot of rough patches in our uh teenage years in our early 20s and we had a mm. we're on and off for a little bit but figure it out i guess did you ever get the chance to go on dates later later in life like in your 20s or anything like that like an actual date with either with someone or or with him for that matter probably not but it was all people it was all guys that i already knew from high school that i just kind of reconnected with and then we just all we knew each other so it, wasn't, it was just like hanging out you know what i mean yeah. to say that i went on a dating app or met someone but it was all like people that i already had known kids that i met in classes that i had with like we would just hang out afterwards no formal date i am boring in that sense i can't but no it's something that you don't see all the time is people getting like high school sweethearts getting married it's so common to us because we've seen it so much like our other friend candy she also married her high school sweetheart my sister married her high school sweetheart so when you like like it's how we grew up too it's just kind of, I guess, the Portuguese way. Yeah, and sometimes it works out. It's the expectation. And... It's the expectation, pretty much. You don't. Yeah, because you, you don't want to be the whore. whore. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah. Be you don't want to be soliciting men for food on Grinder or anything, right, Ralph? I wasn't making any money. Okay, I was poor. And... <laughs> oh my goodness. So then, let's actually let's go back to that then for a hot minute. You weren't making any money, so you went on the apps and you're talking and whatnot. So how did then your solicit for sustenance end up turning into a lifetime of love, love. happiness and merriment and all those good things merriment are you like a pediatrician <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I don't know. I don't work. Yeah. There was like a three month period where I was at home taking care of my mom. So I had to take a family leave. And with that, you don't get paid. But I still had bills coming in. I was making some money by like helping out. It was like, it was a whole thing. So yeah, that's when someone was like, you should sign up for Grindr. It's hilarious. I'm like, all right, let me check this out. And then it was uh, quite hilarious. You know, sometimes in those apps, people would just send you a picture of their junk and then be like, hi. Like, oh yeah, you know, nice, nice to meet you. I Some... don't even know what you look like, but I know what your religion is. Some... <laughs> and sometimes you don't even get a hello. Sometimes you just get pick, 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 question mark. Yeah. Yeah. Like interested. So that happened to me once and it was the brother of a friend's fiance. I was like, no, thanks. Uh, all set there. So then there actually were a few people that like I had conversations with and there was two, this one, this one was a little uh, tricky. It was two people, but they had the same name. So yeah, got them confused a lot. And then one of them I got free food from. That's the one that said he was going to take me to Handy Hill. And I didn't know if it was a, uh, I didn't know what it was. Because <laughs> first thing I thought, Handy Hill, you know? Uh, that's, yeah. You know? That's, what I, that's what I thought. And I was like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> excuse me. I'm a lady. <laughs> yeah, you can buy me ice cream, but you're not getting anything in return. Mm-mm. So then, so then from there, I just start, I came across his profile. It was the first week of July. He had just had his birthday and then we would just kind of talk. And then probably like two weeks after we initially met on the app, we went out for our first date and I wasn't really thinking like anything serious. I'm like, Oh, you know, this is fun. It was still in like the fun stages of dating and then hanging out with them more and you know, just talking to him more. I was like, oh, he's like really cool. And I didn't know like what to expect in a relationship. And I've always, you know, you hear with the gays, relationships don't last very long, but we had met each other at the right time because he was like over that kind of crap. I was never into that kind of crap. So we just clicked. And now we, we have two beautiful children, a home, and we also have two foster children. Florence and Frank. There are stray cats. Well, luckily you got to escape the world of dating. I don't know. I don't know if I would say I'm jealous of that. Well, really both of you kind of did. You both kind of really made out lucky. I unfortunately had gone through years of dating and it wasn't that fun because then you get a lot of weirdos and it's just like then you got to start blocking people and they just, it's it's not... It's not cute. And then you get yeah. rejected. That's also not fun. Yeah, I'm so happy that I don't have to deal with too much of that bullshit because Ralph knows I have zero tolerance for drama, bullshit, any of that. I'll just tell you like it is and be done with you. I've definitely gotten more that way as I've gotten older because now that I'm over the hill, uh, my, my tongue... <laughs> <laughs> over the hill over the hill it's all it's actually all been downhill since 25 but i mean that's you know that's cool so sharon one insight that stevie and i really have no idea about is being married with a child oh good lord (laughs) yeah 
I mean, God bless and, you know, my condolences to you and yours. How is it with going out on dates with you's husband and also like Valentine's Day? How has that changed since bringing a child into this world? Well, see, my kid was brought into the world during a pandemic. So I don't think we went anywhere on Valentine's Day last year. (laughs) But when we do like date days and date nights, it's a whole thing. Plan everything around like bedtime. Oh, we have to be home by 6.30 to give the kid dinner. It's just a whole different dynamic because you're raising a human being together. And then there's so much stress with raising a child and then just project that stress onto your significant other without you being, you mean no harm, but you're just stressed out and you don't feel like being bothered. And then you ask you a question and then all of a sudden it's like, say like, shut the fuck up. I don't want to talk to you. And yeah, (laughs) then it causes a whole thing. (laughs) You also feel you have a different appreciation for each other because you went through birthing a child together and raising a child. It is nice. I mean, I can't say we've definitely had a lot of rough times, but I feel like also it's made us closer in some ways. So Sharon, what is some advice you would give to other people who are in the same position as you, young, vivacious, and married with a little one running around? What are some suggestions you would give them to try and spend time with your husband or significant other or make time for each other? amidst the craziness of everyday life? Well, vivacious, Ralph. Wow. I've never been called vivacious in my life, but here we are. <laughs> oh, I've seen you in the club. I've seen you in the club. Anyway. Um, so- anyway, back to what advice would I give? Communication is huge. Being on the same page, especially having a child, because um, if not, you will get lost in bullshit and just everything and then you won't make time for each other and then it will just kind of like pile up and and then you just lose sense of who you are and why you fell in love and well all right sharon this has been lovely thank you for being yeah. our first heterosexual correspondent I had a very good time thank you guys so much for having me and one more time you're welcome for turning mr ralphie L. gay without you we would not have had him the way we have yeah. him now so Really, none of this was possible without you, Sharon. So you did. You did make the difference. And speaking for the millions and millions of listeners at home, we sincerely thank you for your service. I wish I could say that my dating history on the apps was as glamorous as yours and Sharon's. Because it was not. (laughs) There was a lot of faceless profiles there was a lot of unsolicited photos being sent my way a lot of bad dates and hookups that i would really really choose to forget but luckily after all this time i was able to meet brian on dating slash hookup app and he ended up being the the one that was different We even said it too. So when we first started talking, first of all, he actually held a conversation, which was nice. That was something different. Yep. Big positive there. And then we also didn't exchange any nudes. So that's another sign where I was like, holy shit, this might actually be going somewhere. This is weird, but I'm kind of into it. So then we set set up a date. We went out. We had gotten apps. We had gotten drinks. And... 
So once we were finished at this place, we ended up walking down the street to another place and we got more drinks and more food. It was so effortless that it almost didn't seem real because it was just going so well. And especially because normally when that happens, it's like you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. You're waiting mm-hmm. for shit to hit the fan. And it hasn't. It actually it, it just kept getting better and better which was nice and now we've been together our first date was in july and we became official in september and we've been together ever since yeah i can't say i'm mad at it but it's definitely it's a breath of fresh air when you actually when you get a real person that actually cares and wants the same things you do it's it's refreshing and it's great and i'm very lucky we stand him in this house and we thank Luckily. him for his $9.99 monthly mm-hmm. contribution. If you too would like to contribute to the podcast, you can do so by visiting our description on all of our socials and on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. So would you recommend someone who is single has been having trouble finding someone? Would you Tell them uh, for the sh- for the you know shits and giggles, if you will. Why don't you just download a hookup app and see what happens? You know what, honestly, yeah. Because first of all, meeting someone in person is a lot more difficult, probably now. Yeah, given... you got their masks. You don't know what they look like under there. They could be like hot as fuck from like here and here, and then they take their mask off and they like they got summer teeth. <laughs> like summer, summer teeth, teeth are here. Summer, summer teeth are there. <laughs> <laughs> I got that from the Jersey Shore. I was gonna say like summer teeth and summer not. <laughs> <laughs> that that works too. Uh, no, I would. Yeah, no, I would absolutely recommend, especially if you're not one to really go out and about. Like, if you don't see yourself going to a bar on a Friday night, and if you're just, it's honestly, it's an easy way to to get in touch with someone, easy to match with someone. Listen, take a good profile picture and have. A decent amount of stuff like don't just put one word answers in in your dating profile that was one thing i always hated when i was on the apps was what do you do work what do you do in your spare time stuff things like just also just like just don't be a dick and even though there are people on there who are probably going to be dicks you'll probably face rejection and all that stuff honestly you also don't know these people so i wouldn't take that kind of stuff to heart if some rejection were to happen it's just it It wasn't meant to be it wasn't meant to be right take it as a sign and you just you move on with it and just remember to love yourself because everyone deserves somebody i my saying goes there is a lid for every trash can and i firmly believe that that's sweet i would have gone with like mason jar or something trash cans a little aggressive but I, i mean do you know who you're talking to i mean it's me. I, I don't you. <laughs> You're not trashed. You don't Stop know it. me. You obviously don't know uh, me then. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking um, hot mess express. I deserve to be nowhere else but a garbage can. Uh, to just add on to what you were saying, Stevie, when you're out there in the dating world, know your worth and what you deserve. Mm-hmm. So if you start dating someone who you know, they kind of don't pay attention to you. You find yourself making more of the effort and it's not reciprocated. If it doesn't feel right, then on to the next. Right. That's one thing that I have definitely fallen victim to that too, where there would be red flags and I would try to come up with excuses 
for guys or for myself, really. And it obviously didn't do me any good because it just fucked me in the long run. Definitely. Literally and figuratively? No, just figuratively. Not even literally. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> Daisy has a lot to say of the subject. Like you said, know your worth and be aware of the situation and just I know red is a lovely color, but if you see red flags, girl, go the other way. That is not you in danger, girl. That's something gay, straight, those are just with another person, if you see that things are not going right or there's something off, also be vocal about it and but just don't come off crazy. Just address your concerns. Try have the conversation and if it doesn't lead to where you want or if it's not the answer that you are looking for then take your ass out and go go somewhere else one piece of life advice that i will live by ashley told me this once and i will never not live by this if it's not a fuck yes then it's a fuck no remember that live by that put that on a mug okay 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 Did you ever face deal or have deal breakers when you were out in the dating world? Like if you started dating someone and they smoked or they partied every single weekend? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily consider those total deal breakers. I mean, if you party on weekends, by all means, like do do your thing. We, we go out, we party on weekends, we go out when we're with our friends. So I wouldn't even call that necessarily a deal breaker, but... I did go on a date with this one guy. For a majority of the date, he kept talking about the relationship he had with his ex, and he kept oh. bringing, and he kept like bringing up his ex, but like, oh my ex boyfriend, my ex boyfriend, this, and I'm just, I was just kind of sitting there, and I was just really waiting for the date to be over, and then he even addressed it. He was like, I know I've been saying a lot about it, but like he helped make me who I am, and I'm like, I get that. If you're thankful for your ex in some way or another totally get it but that's not something you have to necessarily bring up on a first date with someone else (laughs) exactly right i would say constantly bringing up exes or a past relationship unless you're talking about dating history which sometimes does happen when you're in the dating scene for a while it's like oh like have you had any bad dates or anything like that sometimes that's just common but so i would say constantly bringing up the exes probably be a deal breaker or quite honestly so if you don't have a job that's a red flag but also if you live at home with your mama oh yes son i'm uh, talking to you you. but like if you just have no like if you have no i guess no ambition no goals that's something that i don't like i like a guy who wants to go out and do things also just be a little more adventurous with stuff even if it's date night let's go try a new restaurant or let's go on this weekend trip we'll go Do a day trip somewhere. Something like that. Very much that. So, Stevie, this year we are very lucky to have someone to spend Valentine's Day with. Mm -hmm. But do you recall all those Valentine's days in the past where you just kind of sat there and were like, all right, I guess I'll just eat a whole bunch of these um, Valentine candies with the little messages on them. And, um, you know, sob into uh, watch, you know, a Lifetime movie or something. Well, no. So, first of all, I would 
always reap the benefits of those chocolate candies, especially the ones that come in the heart-shaped box, because I can eat a very, very large amount of those. But as far as actually being alone on Valentine's Day, when I was single, I didn't look at it as I'm alone. I didn't see it as... I didn't see it as, oh, I'm never going to spend my life with someone that will want to do something on Valentine's Day or any anything like that. That was, no, I don't think I remember a time where I ever did that, but shit, you trust and fucking believe the day after Valentine's Day, I went out and bought all those candies, 50% off, okay? Oh, hell yes. I still do that on occasion. Okay. But like, as far as looking for that on valentine's day quite honestly it not it really honestly didn't really bother me after a while it really didn't bother me because when me and my ex broke up i clearly i wasn't ready to get into another relationship but i jumped into one very very quickly off the bat and that was a huge mistake and then i actually broke up with that guy i broke up with him uh just before valentine's day so that was fucked up with me well, you saved that, yourself to buying, uh, buying him a gift. I mean, I want to say I kind of felt bad because I it was probably a shitty thing to do, but I mean... Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, because, you know, you don't want to string anybody along either because that's fucked up. I hate when people do that where they just string you along and then you're just left in the dust like that. That's not cool, and I didn't want to be like that. But Yeah, um, that happened to me back-to-back, my first two uh, dating oh, experiences. It's okay, but wrong. you know what? Like we said... It just, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. And that's exactly. okay. Thank God. Because Thank I'm God very happy right. at where I am at now. As am I. I'm very happy. And I actually don't know if we're going to be doing anything for Valentine's Day this year. I guess we're going to find out, won't we? Yeah, we will. And I mean, like we have separate, uh, not separate. We have very different schedules. So it's very rare that we actually get to do something on Valentine's Day. But it gives us an excuse to go out to a restaurant and, you know, actually go out to eat rather than ordering DoorDash, which yeah. that's really like the cutest thing. But even with like gifts and stuff like that, like, you know, flowers, it's cute. But the ultimate thing is I just want to spend quality time and I also want candy. <laughs> just candy and good sex and we're good to go. That's all you need in life. Because quite uh, honestly, um, doing doing that whole thing with flowers going to a nice restaurant first of all, i hate flowers they're nice to look at but i never want to actually receive them as a gift because every time i look at flowers it just it reminds me of funeral homes doesn't matter what kind of flower it is it just it reminds me of a funeral home and in a romantic sense that's not something i want to be reminded of when getting a gift you know if you want to get me a couple of boxes of chocolates and some wine i will be all for it I will fuck yeah. it up in no time, but just no flowers. The going out to dinner is probably, I mean, I've actually never done that. We oh, just, really? Yeah, no, because we were always just, even even me and, me and Brian, too, we didn't even talk about it. We didn't even discuss about what we were doing for Valentine's Day, unless he's coming up with some elaborate plan that I don't know about. It sounds, it sounds about right. We'll see. I mean, if we do something, great. If we don't do something, oh, well. Like, I'm not going to be expecting something to happen on Valentine's Day just because it's Valentine's Day. Because Valentine's Day is once a year. I feel like if you're going to do cute shit like that, it shouldn't just be once a year. You know what I mean? Like, it should be, like what Sharon said, do something. Do, like, a date night once a month. Something cute like that just to kind of keep it 
fresh and fun and romantic that shouldn't just happen on Valentine's Day. Hundo P. And we can't just limit Valentine's Day to the couples. We like to expand and have Galentine's Days. Those are good times. And you just get together with your, you know, your closest and mostest. I don't know what that means. But but you get together with them. You get together with them. You do nice things. You, I, uh, The last time we did that, they came over to my house and we made, we ordered food and then we made chocolate covered strawberries and apples and. Oh my God. Yeah, and then we just like hung out, listened to music, just enjoyed each other's company. That's it. And honestly, I think that's great. Especially if you're just doing that with a bunch of, with a bunch of your friends. Honestly, sometimes that's better. I prefer that. Me too. Sometimes it's, it's, it's so good. I love doing stuff like that. And honestly, even if, if you don't have someone or like if your friends are going out with their significant others, shit, treat yourself. If you never get sushi, but you always want it, fuck it. Get yourself some sushi, order yourself some dessert. The best kind of love really is self-love. And I cannot stress that enough that you need to really be comfortable with yourself. You need to love who you are. And that kind of unconditional love that you want to show to somebody else really starts with within. That starts with you. And that's that took me a long time to get my head around. So mm-hmm. that's another thing that I'm going to I'm gonna put that out there. So if you're single, it's not because of you, it's because of them. And they're the unlucky ones because they don't get to have you. Just remember that. And if you don't have a Valentine, hey, you can be our Valentine. We're That's nice right. People. I think we're you amazing. Just gotta, we are. You just got to buy me candy, though. That's all I want. Chocolate. That's it. I'm very simple. Doesn't matter what it is. I want, like, Skittles and Starbursts and Swedish Fish. Oh, so you want, like, the fruity candy. Uh, Hello? <laughs> So, Ralph, it would only be fitting if we rounded out our episode with another game of Would You Rather. And since we are doing love and such, we have a couple of little Valentine's Day, some love stuff. So, my first question to you is, would you rather eat Valentine heart candies or the Russell Stover chocolates for the rest of your life? Valentine heart candies all the way it's it's sweet you know it's also like gonna help if you have heartburn because they're kind of like chalky and also who doesn't like an inspirational message on things that you eat like all right you know i just woke up i'm gonna have breakfast which is like these heart candies and you open it up and it's like you go girl and it's like you know what yeah (laughs) i will you know what you're right i will go (laughs) so I mean, you know, it's multi multifunctional. Um, it has pockets you can twirl in it, and cute. ultimately, it's a great way to stay in shape. I love it. That's cute. Um, I will not follow with that answer, and I'm gonna go with okay. chocolates because Chocolate? I. Yep, I'm gonna go with chocolate because when I'm having a hard time, the only <laughs> thing I want. <laughs> <laughs> 
The only thing I want to do is a bus open a box of Russell Stover's and just eat my fucking heart out. And they have a cute little diagram on the inside cover so you could see which chocolates are where in the box. Sometimes I don't like looking at that because I like the mystery, so I like to guess what it is. But I'm going to say Russell Stover's chocolates. <laughs> I've eaten so many of those. I really wonder what my 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 box count would be if I added up how many boxes of those chocolates that I've had over the years. But that's too. We don't have enough time for that. Stevie, would you rather dress up as Cupid on a blind date with your dream celebrity, or dress up as Cupid for a month straight? And I'm talking wings, the little halo, and the diaper. Is the diaper functional? It, it's 2022. It can be whatever you want. I'm going to say dress up like Cupid for my celebrity date. Okay. Because also, first of all, A, you're going to look fucking weird. Mm-hmm. But if it's a Valentine's Day date, then, oh. it would be, then it would be super cute and in character and it would also be a really great conversation starter i mean it would definitely be some sort of conversation starter mm-hmm. um <laughs> not sure if that's a good or a bad conversation but hey it, it's a conversation nonetheless i i'm gonna go with uh, dress up as cupid on a blind date as well because wearing that ensemble if you will for a month straight like you got to go to work in that you have to go to the grocery store. If you yeah. have a wedding, you have to wear that. It, it's very inconvenient. It's a lot. It, it, it is a lot. I wonder if the wings would be functional, though, because if that's the case, then I'm totally going for a month because I could just fly. I've never flown, like, you know, with the wings before. That's a, that's a, a great point that you bring up. So, all right, I'm going to go with... Dress up as Cupid for a month straight, contingent upon functioning wings. Okay. I like it. I like it a lot. (laughs) Would you rather be single and happy for the rest of your life or married to your first love and unhappy for the rest of your life? But that means then... Like there's no option of you settling down. You don't want to settle down. You just you you want to be single and happy forever, or do you want to be stuck in a marriage that you hate but you can't get out of? It's a very real life situation. Is yeah. this too dark? Um, is this too deep? Is this too dark? Y- you know, no. I, I this is what we do here. We're we're here for the hard hitting questions. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have to go with. All right, wait, hold on. Question before. Do I get to go on any dates for free food? It's 2022, honey. You do whatever you want. Okay. So I'm going to go with being single forever and happy just because when I look at the other option there, and if you're the, if you're unhappy in a marriage for that long, then chances are the other person's probably not going to be that happy either. So might as well, you know, not have two people in that predicament. Also, it's fun to be alone sometimes. Me time. 
you know? I I enjoy me time. I know people that have been in that situation where they're in a relationship and they're not happy, but they also don't want to leave for whatever reason. And they just, they're like sticking with the, sticking with the person, which I feel you should never do. If you're unhappy, you should do your best to leave the situation if possible or find help if you can. But for me personally, I think I would also rather be single forever and be happy because at least then you could meet a bunch of people. And even if you're unable to marry someone in this situation, you're at least able to still be single. You can make those connections with people and go on a bunch of dates with people and just kind of like have the possibilities are endless. So I'm going to, I'm going to vote that. Great choice. And with that too, relationships are a partner just to, just to add on relationships are a partnership. So if in your, if you are in that point where you're both unhappy, you're really doing a disjustice to both of you to just continue that. And yeah, at the end of the day, it's not one person suffering. It's both. So it takes um, two to tango. It takes two to make things go all right. Oh, cool. It takes two to make it out of sight. Ralph, would you rather be hated by your partner's mother or be hated by your partner's best friend? Ooh, that's a toughie. I'm going to have to go with hated by their mother because, well, and it also, you know, depends on like where that um, mother lives. So hopefully it's far away. So, you know, you don't have to deal with them as much. We're gonna, No, um, we're going to, no, we're going to get personal. We're going to say, okay. we're going to say he spends a lot of time with his best friend naturally. And it's dinner or spending time with the mother at least twice a week. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm definitely still going to go with the hated by your partner's mom. <laughs> um, <laughs> just because their best friend, they could have they could have been the person that knows them better than you. You know how it is with your best friends. They know you better than you know yourself. Parents sometimes can be a little overbearing and... If you get married, you'll have that um, somewhat of a connection. But yeah, no, I would I would be very saddened to be hated by my partner's best friend. Yeah, I would say the same because that's like you said, that's the person that knows them the best. And you're probably going to be spending more time with them anyway. Like if Brian's friends didn't like me, I would I would be fucked. I'd be screwed. That would be a deal breaker. Some may say that is a huge deal breaker. First of all, if you can't even introduce your partner to your friends, that's a big deal. That's a huge red flag. Mm -hmm. But if your best friend or best friends don't like your partner, then that's an even bigger red flag. I'm going to say, I'm going to say same. I would rather be hated by the mother than the best friend. Steven, would you rather date someone you trust, but don't love or date someone you love but don't trust. Relationships are built on trust. And if you don't have trust, then you don't have a relationship. So I'm going to say I would rather live with someone that I trust but don't love. Same. And it can actually be a really good friend. Because, you know, you right. have relationships and then you have friendships. Yeah, screw that. Why would you want to be in love with someone you can't trust? Right, because I don't want to have to worry about any of my things. I don't want to have to worry about coming home one day and my entire apartment be cleaned out because yeah, I didn't trust all the silver utensils. All the silver utensils and the good china. 
<laughs> Robbed you red-handed of that China. I fucking swear to God. Would you rather... <laughs> Would you rather have your partner accidentally vomit in your mouth while kissing or have your partner accidentally shart on you during sex? Wow. <laughs> I saw the word shart and I had to ask it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, vomit is fucking disgusting. Vomit in the mouth. Yeah, no thanks. Um... Just the thought of like the acidic. Vo- Ugh, nope, nope. I'll take shark for ten thousand, Alex. <laughs> See, shark's like a little boop, a little beep bop, if you will. Vomit's like a whole thing. It's a big woman. A little beep bop of of yeah, boo boo, if you will. <laughs> a little boo boo beep bop. A little bibbity bobbity boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say shart during sex as well because I no no I do not want you vomiting in my mouth ever. No, I know there I know no. there are people that are into some things like that, but not over here. Not today, Mary. Well, Stevie, this has been a wonderful episode. Episode nine. Episode, episode nine. nine. So we hope that everybody will come back next Wednesday and listen to episode fucking 10. A whole How... decade of episode. Oh my God. Oh, since it's 10, maybe we can do like some Q and a, some, we'll do something fun, fun for the kids. 10's a big number. We'll and... collaborate and we'll think of something. Yeah. We want to be sure to bring the quality content that you guys deserve. And we like to have fun here. So let's do something fun for you guys um, to thank you for supporting us along these 10 episodes. How fucking cute is that, huh? And again, a very special thank you to our heterosexual correspondent, Sharon, for coming on and giving some insight, some heterosexual insight. She loves the podcast and she'll always text me Wednesday mornings, her favorite quotes. So again, thank you, Sharon. And if you can't wait to hear from us until next Wednesday, be sure to check out our Instagram, very much that pod. We're also on the Twitters. And we also got a TikTok too. So that's cute. And we also have a Facebook page. So lots of fun things to go and interact. If you have any questions or suggestions for future shows, be sure to slide into our DMs. Please no DPs in those DMs. We're married. So with that being said, we will talk to you guys on our 10th episode of the very much that podcast we're gonna do something super fun we're probably just gonna get drunk and just kind of go off the rails like we normally do so i think that's a great way to really sum up what to look forward to for our 10th episode but cannot wait to celebrate with you guys again follow us on all of our socials at very much that pod drop us a dm with any questions or suggestions like ralph said for any future shows and we will talk to you guys for our 10th episode Woo woo! And with that, we say, "Shabba dabba 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 d
Ha, 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 ha,